Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special Law of Attraction workshop. So in episode number 705 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, I invited my friend Megan Porta to come on and talk about manifesting success and manifesting your dreams, turning a thought of something that you dream could be a part of your life and manifesting it, literally taking that thought, that dream, and turning it into reality with intention, with you having the ability to control the mechanisms necessary for that to happen through the use of the law of attraction. And to say that I've gotten some feedback from that episode is an understatement, and I am delighted to hear the number of people who are like, oh my gosh, Cliff, I had no idea that you were into the law of attraction. I had no idea that you were into Abraham Hicks. I've been a closet Abraham Hicks follower for years. It's so nice to meet somebody else who also listens to the teachings of Abraham Hicks. And of course, I've had people who have grown up in my faith background, very similar to what I did. And they're like, Cliff, I have no idea. How did you come to where you are so heavily involved in using the law of attraction? How did you come to understand so much about the law of attraction? Because I've been taught that this is something to be avoided, that it's a part of the new age, new thought, the occult, and all this other stuff. I feel drawn to it, is what people are saying to me, which I love it when they say, I feel drawn to the law of attraction. And I did confirm that one person recently did say, yes, it was a pun intended. But it's funny to me when somebody says, I feel drawn to it, and they didn't even realize that they had the pun. There are a lot of people out there who say, you know what, when I hear about it, it seems to be make sense, but here's why I stay away from it, or here are the limits of what I will allow myself to experience based upon my beliefs about what is appropriate, what is right, what is good, what is bad, what is dangerous, and all these other things. And these are all concepts in our mind, of course, but concepts in our mind do make up our reality. Now, I'm not going to get in here and talk about reality, but what I've decided to do is I wanted to create this resource to share with you my deepest understanding of the teaching of the law of attraction. I've been formulating this throughout all of these years, trying to put into my journal, what are the different aspects of the law of attraction that I think are the foundational understanding that one would need to know. My greatest concern is that people would do what I did for far too many years of my life. I remember when I was in high school, and we're talking back in the late 80s, early 90s. I remember hearing about the law of attraction for the very first time, and I also remember that it should be avoided and all these other things. And so whenever anybody said the law of attraction, I immediately had a negative response because it was what was trained for me to have. And so I discounted it immediately. Now, when the book The Secret became popular and everyone who was out there and Oprah is talking about The Secret and makes it this worldwide phenomenon, there was a movement with the Protestant evangelical fundamentalist church 
that said this book should be banned, stay away from this. They trained and taught all of their followers within their churches, stay away from this. This is something you want to protect your family from and all these other things. And being a easily influenced, impressionable follower of the authority of the church at the time, I adopted their view on that, like I did so many other things in my life. By the way, if you still are this way, this is no judgment on you. It's just I'm explaining how I used to experience my relationship with the church and what they told me I should or should not do and what I can and can't read and what I should and shouldn't study and the dangers behind all of these things. So for me, when I began to need some change in my life, especially after I left a lifetime as an employee and became a full-time self-employed business owner, my first year in business was not going incredibly well. I had almost no understanding whatsoever of emotional intelligence. I had no ability to control my emotional state. I had no tools, techniques, or strategies that even told me that I had the ability to control my emotional state. I didn't know pretty much anything that was valuable from a personal development, self-help kind of view. And the reason why is because not only was I taught from my religious upbringing to stay away from the law of attraction, I was told to stay away from the entire self-help industry. Anything that it claims to be self-help, stay away. It's dangerous. It will only lead you down the slippery slope of new age, new thought philosophy. So I had stayed away from it successfully. And as a result of successfully not doing any personal development and not investing in improving myself, I allowed myself to almost die in the hospital after my first year in business. It's very clear. This is my experience. So I came out of that experience, thankfully, out of the hospital where I almost died. And I said, I've got to change. And so I went to some friends that were Christian, but who had experienced much more success than I had ever experienced, specifically in the area of business and other aspects of life that I felt were very important. And I asked them, how did you do this? Well, Cliff, have you read this book? And people were saying, have you read Think and Grow Rich? Have you ever gone to a Tony Robbins event? Have you ever done this? And I began to read these books like Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker and Think and Grow Rich and Psycho-Cybernetics and all of these self-help books. But when I got into those self-help books, they started talking about the universal consciousness. And I immediately was turned off by this. It's like, why can't you just say God? And there was things in there that just seemed so esoteric, so metaphysical, so woo-woo, that it just, ah, it was very difficult. So what happened for me is I began to say to myself, well, All truth is God's truth. So if something is true, it's true because God made it true. And that's how I got started. So I began to read Think and Grow Rich. And everything that was woo-woo went way over my head. I only read the practical advice that was given. And so I went through that entire book and I took notes and I began to say, you know what, I'm only going to take what I think is going to be useful for me and I'm going to avoid all the stuff that feels dangerous, that feels metaphysical, that feels woo-woo. 
And I just took some practical tips. And lo and behold, applying practical tips from these self-help books was drastically improving my life, hands down. Now, what happened is I continued to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the self-help, personal development, professional development path, and I noticed these concepts were coming up over and over again. And over time, I had developed some pretty powerful relationships with people that I could trust and that for the first time in my life offered me this thing called unconditional love. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to talk about these taboo things that we're not, we've been taught not to talk about. And in private conversations, I began to ask other people, what do they think about this and that and this and that? And they said, have you ever read this? Have you ever read that? And I'm like, no, I, I stay away from those things. Until one day I decided not to stay away from those things. I, I just went deep down. And I will tell you that I felt a lot of resistance. And looking back, all of my resistance wasn't because there was an inherent danger in what I was reading and studying. It was actually the fear of being rejected and put out of fellowship with people who told me that, Cliff, if you go this direction, you're going to be led astray. You're going to be leaving the truth. These people are false teachers. And you yourself will leave the faith. Not only that, if you do this and you go and influence others, you will be a false teacher yourself and we will have to put you out of your fellowship, out of our fellowship. That was what was coming up for me as I began to read and study these things. So I, for a long time, kept all this stuff under, under wraps. I kind of kept it to myself that I'm reading and studying these things, except for occasionally I began to start sharing, hey, here's a valuable self-help book that you might read. By the way, just a little word of caution, here are some things that might go against what you and I have as doctrinal faith stances about God and the universe and all this other stuff. Just take this and and take what's valuable, but don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, all right? And and that's how I viewed it, you know? And, and that's how it was helpful to others. It's like, listen, all this woo-woo, new age stuff is just dirty bathwater, but there, there's, a, there's a beautiful baby inside of this thing. It just it, And I want you to find the truth that's within it, and, it, and it's very powerful stuff. So that's how I got started. And what I'm finding is that so many people today have had a similar experience, and that's why I want to create this content, this workshop, why I've put together this material exactly the way that I have today. So with that being said, today I fully embrace a lot of out there perspectives. I've come to a place where I am open-minded to anyone's philosophy and anyone else's ideas about what they've experienced, what their perspective is, how they perceive things. I'm open to hearing anything. I no longer have any fear of any spiritual path or any spiritual practice. Some of it resonates with me at a very deep level, and I feel very drawn to investigate further. Some of it does not resonate with me. and In fact, there's dissonance with some things, and I'm just naturally repelled by it, or there's still some beliefs that I have agreed with throughout my lifetime that cause that dissonance. So that's a whole nother story for another time. But I just want to say that today, you're listening to a guy who 
is full on into the law of attraction. Not only am I into the law of attraction, really most of the modern understanding of the law of attraction did not come from the book, The Secret, or the movie, The Secret. In fact, the book came from the teachings of Abraham Hicks, which Abraham Hicks is a collective unit of consciousness, spirit guides, if you will, but a collective consciousness that call themselves Abraham for the purpose of just having a name. And this collective consciousness is channeled by a woman named Esther Hicks. And if you want to learn more about that, it's not the purpose of this. You don't need to know about Abraham Hicks to understand the law of attraction. Law of attraction has been around way before Esther and Jerry Hicks. But if you want to learn more, I would encourage you to start with a book called The Law of Attraction, An Introduction to the Teachings of Abraham by Esther and Jerry Hicks. That's the book I would recommend as a foundational start for a deeper exploration of the Law of Attraction if this resonates with you. If it doesn't, just ignore all this. In fact, if anything I just said, there's a dissonance, you can just stop listening now. You can just tune out now. It's perfectly fine. I am not here trying to convince anyone. By the way, for those of you who are listening to this in audio form, I am presenting this live to a community of people who have signed up for notifications related to spaces that I facilitate for those who are on a spiritual awakening journey and also those who are on what's called a deconstruction journey. Now, if you don't know what either of those things mean, this community is not for you. But if you are experiencing a spiritual awakening and if you know that you're going through a deconstruction journey, I would encourage you to join this community that I'm building. I just started here in July and August of 2023. Currently, you just sign up for a mailing list and I send you notifications when I host live spaces. And some of those are interactive, some of those are teaching, some of those are gonna be live events. But if you're interested, head over to awakening.cliffravenscraft.com. Just go into your web browser, type in Awakening dot cliffravenscraft.com. Sign up there. And by the way, if you're listening to this in audio form in a podcast, links in the show notes. Okay. Now, I am presenting this live. I woke up at seven o'clock this morning and I started at eight o'clock putting this presentation together. I'm going to do a lot of reading from these slides and hopefully it won't sound too bad in audio form. Important note. While I am sharing the results of what I've learned that has been taught about the law of attraction, I do not claim the accuracy or truth of any of the information in this presentation. Some of the information that I have gathered may be either wrong, presented inaccurately, and whatever you do, I encourage you in not just in the law of attraction, But in every area of your life, I encourage you wholeheartedly, do your own research. 
With that said, I've personally experienced and witnessed an overwhelming amount of experience in my own life and in the lives of every person I've ever known for the first 50 years of my life to have a high level of confidence in the law of attraction overall. For me, I don't even need more than a basic definition of the law of attraction to see the evidence of it at work in the universe. So what I mean by that is if I were to, if you were to say to Cliff, the law of attraction says whatever you focus on consistently will tend to manifest in your life. If you just said that's the law of attraction, I can tell you right now, I see that every minute of every day in my life, and I've seen it and witnessed it every minute of every day of every other person's life I've ever met on this planet. Whatever you focus on consistently will tend to manifest itself in your life. Now, that is a very simplistic way of seeing it, and we're going to go much deeper than that. But I do want to let you know Take this for what you will. Do not accept any of this as truth just because you like me and you know me and you trust me. I encourage you to come to your own way of seeing and feeling and believing. All right, that was my disclaimer. Now, Nikola Tesla has often been quoted to have said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe... Think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Now, being the person that I am, I went in search for the actual source of that exact quote. There is no source that I have found, and I've searched pretty wide and far. However, given the fact that I have read the entire autobiography of Nikola Tesla titled My Inventions... I do know that this statement is absolutely in alignment with Nikola Tesla's beliefs. Also, Nikola Tesla had been interviewed many different times by journalists, and he published many different papers on various different scientific research and things of that nature. I've read and studied a great deal of it, and I can tell you whether he said these exact words in that order or not, I absolutely know for a fact that Nikola Tesla believed that if you wanted to find the secrets of the universe, he would encourage you to think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. I'm going to give you in this presentation three foundational beliefs for you to really understand the law of attraction. Are there more principles? Are there more things? Yes, but there are three that I have found that are foundational beliefs that you must have to really understand and if you want to, intentionally implement the use of the law of attraction in your life. The first foundational belief, everything is energy. The statement Everything is energy. Refers to the idea that everything in the universe, including matter and space, by the way, space is not empty. Everything in the universe, including matter and space, is made up of energy. This concept is based on the laws of physics, specifically the law of conservation of energy, which states that energy cannot be created or destroyed only transformed from one form to another. The idea is that everything in the universe is constantly in motion, vibrating at different frequencies. 
and that this energy is constantly interacting with other forms of energy. Therefore, energy is continuously transforming into different forms. If you can't buy into everything as energy, you're going to be very hard-pressed to find any value in implementing the law of attraction in your life. Now, Everything is energy. This includes physical objects, but it also includes thoughts, emotions, and everything else because that's why we say everything. By understanding that everything is energy, it becomes possible to see how energy can be transformed and how it can influence and shape our reality. The key takeaway, everything including ourselves, our body, our arm, our internal organs, our brain, our thoughts, everything is made up of energy vibrating at different frequencies. That is foundational belief number one. Foundational belief number two, you are not a physical being in a physical universe. You are a vibrational being in a vibrational universe. At a fundamental level, we are beings of energy and vibration existing in an energetic universe. As stated before, everything in our universe, including ourselves, is made up of energy vibrating at different frequencies. Our bodies appear solid, but they are actually comprised of vibrating molecules, atoms, and subatomic particles. That's foundational belief number two. You are not a physical being in a physical universe. You are a vibrational being in a vibrational universe. Foundational belief number three. You are both a transmitter and a receiver of energy. We actually do not experience the world directly through our five senses, but rather we decode vibrational information through our senses and translate it into physical experience. So for example, you are hearing my voice right now, and what happened is I had a thought That thought decided to move certain muscles inside of my body to vibrate my voice box at a certain way to cause certain wave patterns of energy signal out into the ether space, which is not empty, by the way. And it's transforming that energy as it goes. It's going into a microphone. It's getting digitized and it's being streamed out and also recorded for playback later. You're actually have a device that is receiving this energy signal. It is then transforming it into some version of an analog signal back into vibrating energy waveforms called sound. Your ears have little drums that actually pick up those vibrations and your brain is receiving the signals of how much is being vibrated and that's being decoded by your brain, you are receiving vibrational energy. There's way more that's going on than you're hearing my voice. I am transmitting energy to you, you are receiving that energy for me. Now, this does not have to be limited to the way of doing this through these analog signals. 
unless we have a belief that that's the only way it can happen, and therefore you probably will experience that as the only way. I'm not going to go into more deeper metaphysical here. I'm going to try to stay to the foundational understanding of the law of attraction so that it will be acceptable for those who are at least very new to this information. Now, if you want to sometime, feel free to get in, in touch with me and we can have a private one-on-one conversation. We could get really deep into some of the more metaphysical and more esoteric side of things, but that's not the purpose of today's presentation. Anyway... Physical reality is nothing more than an interpretation of an infinitely complex vibrational realm. Viewing ourselves as vibrational beings first creates unity, synchronicity, and harmony with the universal energy field. In essence, this perspective opens new possibilities for understanding our connection to the universe. By the way, can I just throw in here, There are going to be many times in this presentation where I will refer to God, and I still call God, God. However, you may hear some people when they talk about New Age philosophy, or if they talk about law of attraction, you may hear people talk about the universe, The universe, while there are different people who use different words for different meanings, for the sake of this presentation, when you hear the universe as, wow, I put this signal out and the universe sends this back, you could say that universe equals God, if that's important for you. You might also hear source, Source receives your energetic output and says, great, source will bring about whatever is necessary. Source equals God, universe equals God. Not in all conversations, in all forms, but at least here it's safe to make that assumption at least at a a surface level. And I know that that may not be acceptable and that may not resonate with you. And chances are, if it doesn't, You're either on the verge of tuning out, may tune out by the end of this episode, or by the end of this episode, you may likely just say, eh, this stuff that Cliff's into today is just not for me. It's perfectly fine. No big deal. All right? But anyway, understanding our connection to the universe is kind of like understanding our connection to God. It invites us to move beyond limited physical thinking and to recognize the vibrational essence in all life. So those three foundational beliefs are crucial for grasping the law of attraction, which is based on the idea that our thoughts and feelings are also forms of energy that can influence energy around us and we can actually, with our thoughts putting out energy, transform other energy into different representation. Energy is never created, it's never destroyed, but it is transformed, and it's transformed by the interaction with other forms of energy. Just remember this, your thoughts equal energy, your emotions equal energy. A thought has a certain vibrational essence to it or a frequency to it. Your emotions have a certain vibration or frequency to it. And your thoughts combined with emotions can trigger even greater output of that energy, that frequency out into the universe. Just just remember that thoughts equal energy and emotion equals energy. 
If you just get that for now, it's perfectly fine. Key point here, emotions as energy in motion powerfully propel our thoughts and intentions, influencing our reality through the law of attraction. So you may have a thought, I want to create this. But if your thought is, you know what, it'd be really nice if I could just leave my day job and if I could just do this thing over here because, you know, I'd really like to have that freedom. Yeah. So, and and by the way, when I first started to have the dream of leaving my day job as an insurance agent and going out into the world to create my own business where I had the freedom to interact and engage and connect with and have conversations with and create as much content whenever I want, however I want, as much as I want, without any limitation. That's how I started. The thought was at a certain frequency, but the energy behind it was just really low. Yeah, but you know, that, that's not possible. I probably shouldn't do that. That doesn't seem very responsible. And so I had a lot of negative emotion. So my negative emotion calls the frequency and the energy of that output into the universe of, I'd like this. Now, don't get me wrong, the universe heard it, but I was not a vibrational match to what the universe heard. So God heard this, hey, I could make this possible for you. In fact, it's kind of what I created for. I'm actually the person who planted the seed of that thought in you, uh, that one anyway. But here's the deal. You've got to line up with it. You've got to, you've got to match the vibration of that reality. And so I had to begin to slowly move into it would be nice to have into this is what I must have. For me to be the fullest expression of who I am, this is what's required. I will have this. Matter of fact, I was born for this. The more I began to attach the emotion and it vibrated in resonance with the thought, all of a sudden, the cooperative components of the universe or God or source began to just flow everything that was necessary for me to transform my reality to where this was a total no-brainer. It was absolutely easy for me to make the transition. Okay. Reminder about beliefs. If you've not heard my teachings before, this may be new to you. If you've listened to any of my content in the past or if you've been through my Free the Dream conference or anything, you've heard me say these these things a number of times. But I want to make a, a key point here. If you do not know what a belief is, a belief is nothing more than a strong attachment to a thought. A belief is actually a feeling of certainty. It's an emotion. You have an emotional attachment to a thought. A belief is a feeling of certainty that a thought is true. A belief is not truth. It is a feeling that what you are thinking is true. That's what a belief is. A belief is nothing more than a thought that you have a habit of thinking, a thought that you hold on to in all of the above just simply remember that a thought is energy and it vibrates at its own frequency if you do not like the experience of life that you have today you will be required if you want a different experience of life you will want to find out what beliefs are creating that reality Your current situation is here because of beliefs 
And your beliefs are attracting that experience. And you might say, but Cliff, I have tried all sorts of things to change my experience and I've tried different things. My question is, did you get to the root cause of what is your belief? Because if you don't change the belief, you can have an experience of changing your behavior and your actions for 30 days, 90 days, a year. But if the root cause of of the habitual thought that you'd been holding onto, if it is not done away with, that belief will bring about and, and actually still has a very emotional attachment if you're not letting it go. And it will thwart your attraction. It, matter of fact, the belief is the point of attraction because the belief has such an emotional attachment to it. And the emotional attachment to that belief is what's being radiated out even more than your new behaviors. Now, behaviors and new actions have energy and they do radiate things out, but you're canceling out that signal. It's distorting that signal with such a strong signal called a belief. Think of yourself as a transmitter that is constantly broadcasting vibrational signals out into the universe. The signals essentially communicate information about who you are right now in this moment. Everything you think, feel, and express energetically is transmitting a message that conveys your identity and your state of being to the universe. So even if you don't realize it, you are constantly informing the wider universe of the type of vibrations you are emitting based upon the thoughts and emotions that you are generating. Your vibration essentially announces your presence and your current state of consciousness to the cosmos. The vibrational signals you transmit out into the universe will serve to either attract or repel certain people, events, and experiences that match your state of being. Things that are in alignment with your dominant vibration will be attracted to you, while things that are out of sync with your vibration will be repelled. This means that you naturally magnetize and gravitate towards vibrational matches. If you are someone who has listened to my content for many, many years, if you are someone that is hanging on every syllable of every word that I speak, and it just feels resonance inside of your being. You are in vibrational alignment, not with Cliff Ravenscraft, but with the essence of the state of being from which I'm coming from. It's not the tone of my voice, although there is something about the tone of voice, and that tone of voice that I have is actually carried through a vibrational essence. So, for example, you can tell that I am vibrating, if you will, at a very high energetic level right now. But it would not be the same if I came here and said, you know, 
Things that are in alignment with your dominant vibration, they will be attracted to you, while things that are outside of sync with your vibration will be repelled. I hear that that's the way it is, but, you know, I guess, you know, I don't, what is, you know, what is dominant vibration anyway? And what, I don't know. I mean, it's a, that's not resonate that that's not the essence of who I am now there have been times that I have been like that and I can tell you people were not drawn and attracted to me they were not tuning in not there's something about uh well don't get me wrong there were plenty of people who were tuning in have you ever heard misery loves company well there's the law of attraction right there for you if you've ever thought or agreed with the statement, misery loves company, you're right, because it is the law of attraction. Anyway, let let me just go on. This means you naturally magnetize and gravitate towards vibrational matches. If your state of being radiates positivity, you will attract positive vibrational matches. But if you transmit negativity, you will repel positive experiences and end up attracting negative matches. Your energetic vibration essentially acts as a magnetizing force that pulls in harmonious people and events while pushing away those not in resonance. This is referred to as like attracts like. And you will hear that phrase a lot if you decide to do a bit more study into the law of attraction. Now, the tuning fork demonstration is a great way to illustrate the concept of resonant vibration. Let me explain. When you hit a tuning fork, it vibrates at a specific frequency and produces sound waves at that frequency. If there is another tuning fork nearby that has the same natural frequency, it will absorb those sound waves and begin vibrating in resonance even without being struck. This happens because the second tuning fork is tuned to the same frequency as the waves being produced by the first fork. The vibrations synchronize. However, if the second tuning fork has a different natural frequency than the first, it will not resonate when the first is struck. The sound waves of the first fork will not induce strong vibration. Now, I'm going to give a video demonstration to those who are taking part of this workshop live. And what I'm going to explain for you, you're going to only hear this in audio form if you're listening to this in audio form. But what's going to happen is there's a guy, he's going to have two different tuning forks. The first tuning fork that he hits, it's going to be set to a different frequency than the second. The second tuning fork, by the way, has a ping pong suspended from a like a little fishing line or something like that. And it's set right up against the other tuning fork. Now, he's going to then pick up a different tuning fork. And that tuning fork then is going to be the same frequency as the second tuning fork. And what's going to happen, he's going to strike the first tuning fork. And we are going to see, even though they are not touching in any way, the second tuning fork is going to start vibrating and the ping pong ball is going to start bouncing off of the fork. And you may hear that if you listen closely.
All right. Moving right along. This resonance principle also applies to electromagnetic vibrations like radio waves. A receiving antenna resonates at a specific frequency, allowing it to selectively absorb and decode the signals at that specific frequency. In summary, when your own energetic vibration aligns with or matches the vibration of something in your environment, it induces resonant vibrations and attracts that match. But when your vibration is different, there is no resonance established. This resonance principle explains how similar vibrations attract just like tuning forks of the same frequency vibrate together. Next, I want to talk to you real briefly, a quick overview of the history of the law of attraction. The law of attraction is based on the ancient spiritual principle that thoughts and emotions affect reality. Traces of this philosophy can be found in sacred texts and wisdom teachings across cultures from the Hermetic principles of ancient Egypt and Greece to the Vedic traditions of India. In the 19th century, the New Thought Movement began promoting the power of the mind to attract health and success. In the early 20th century, the law of attraction concept was made popular by writers like William Walker Atkinson, easy for me to say, and Napoleon Hill. The belief gained more mainstream exposure through the book and movie The Secret in 2006. Now, the law of attraction is a widespread theory embraced by many new age, self-help, and quantum physics adherents, though it remains controversial in some spheres. Regardless of its origins, the law of attraction remains influential as a philosophy for manifesting goals and creating one's ideal reality through focused thought and intention. Here are a couple statements that I've written down over the years to further drive home what the law of attraction states. The law of attraction is the belief that positive or negative thoughts can attract corresponding events, people, and experiences into a person's life. It suggests that the energy a person puts out into the world through their thoughts, emotions, and actions can influence their experiences and shape their reality. Thoughts and emotions are energy, and each thought and emotion vibrates at a unique frequency. This means that every thought and emotion that a person experiences generates a certain level of energy within that person, and that distinct energy has its own overall vibrational frequency. Another phrase for the law of attraction is like attracts like. The belief that energy is a magnetic force and it attracts energy that is of a similar frequency. The law of attraction states that positive thoughts and emotions can attract positive experiences and outcomes, while negative thoughts and emotions can attract negative experiences and events that are of that similar frequency. I know I'm saying a lot of these things over and over again, but I really want to drive home and help you understand 
through repetition what this law of attraction actually states. Now, there is some controversy, and there's been a bit of skepticism. I started off talking about this, but I want to read to you what I've written in my journaled notes, and here's what I wrote down. Initially, I was highly skeptical of the law of attraction due to its association with new age and occultism. As a result of my upbringing in a fundamentalist Protestant Christian environment, I had to deal with that. I had been cautioned against exploring it further, with many claiming that it would lead to my destruction or eternal damnation even. I learned that this association had been primarily due to the fact that the law of attraction has its roots in various spiritual and philosophical traditions, some of which are not aligned with the traditional Christian beliefs and doctrines. However, after discovering the empowering message of Romans 8, 38 through 39, you can look up Romans 8, 38 through 39 if you'd like to for yourself, I gained the confidence to investigate in the law of attraction more deeply, reassured that it would not bring about the negative consequences that others had warned me about. I have since discovered that opinions on the law of attraction vary among Christians, and some find that certain aspects of the principle align with their beliefs and can even be adapted to fit within their faith framework. In fact, even before I personally deconstructed and dropped my agreements with traditional evangelical fundamentalist Christian doctrine in 2020, prior to that, I was still very much making use of the law of attraction and found that I was able to do it even inside of that framework that I was still holding on to. And here's how I did it. The Bible, Old and New Testament, is filled with statements that concur that the law of attraction is real. In fact, I'm only going to share with you 20 verses from the Bible here today. I'll go through them very quick. Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. This verse relates to the law of attraction principle that your thoughts determine your reality. Mark eleven twenty four. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This relates to us using belief and visualization to manifest our desires. Luke six thirty eight. Give and it will be given to you. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. This reflects that the law of attraction idea of giving out positive energy to receive it back to you. Matthew 17, 20. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. This demonstrates the power of faith to manifest physical changes. Matthew 7, 7 through 8, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be open. This says asking, seeking, and knocking reflects putting energy out and the intent to receive back from the universe. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern or vibration or frequency of this world. By the way, I added the vibration or frequency. So let me just go, let me just only say this scripture. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
So renewing the mind is required to change thought patterns. Proverbs 18.21, the tongue has the power of life and death. This basically says that speech and vibration affect manifestation. Isaiah 30.21, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. This is a representation and alignment that says you are being guided by inner wisdom. Colossians 3.16, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. Dwelling, by the way, on something causes it to manifest. 1 Thessalonians 5.16-18, through 18, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. This promotes the importance of joy, a high vibrational, energetic, and emotional output, prayer, and gratitude. All of these, by the way, raise your vibrational frequency to higher levels of consciousness. Then there's Philippians 4, verses 6 through 8. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends or puts an end to the trance, which transcends all understanding or your old ways of thinking. Anyway, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Think about such things. In essence, these verses are all about avoiding low vibrational emotional energy that occurs when you focus on what is not desired. Speak to God about and focus on what is desired. Also, by the way, this verse encourages giving thanks along with prayers and petitions. This act of thanking God ahead of time demonstrates trust and positive expectation that what was prayed for will come to pass. Now, also in Mark 11, 24, similarly, that verse says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it will be yours. Galatians 5, 22 through 23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord and he will make your paths straight. So this is all about trusting in a higher power, the universe, the source, the Lord, God, all various different ways of communicating to the source, the creator, the all that is, the I am that I am. Proverbs 16.3, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. Let the universe handle the details is basically what this one's saying. Ephesians 4.29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Be mindful of negative speech. Proverbs 11.25, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes another will be refreshed. Giving the energy of blessings to others you will receive it back. Psalm 37.3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. This is trusting and taking inspired action. Zechariah 4.6, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. So basically, manifestation comes by energy and vibration. It's not all by your actions. 
Now, if you have a trouble believing that you, you know, that you can't get things without taking actions, then by all means, take actions. But I would encourage you to take inspired actions, not actions t- taken out of scarcity. Those can actually slow down the manifestation of what it is that you desire. Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. This sounds a lot like whatever energy you put out into the world, that same energy is going to be attracted to us. Matthew 7, 1 through 2, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Again, sounds like Whatever energy you put out into the universe, that same energy is going to get attracted to you. By the way, I'm going to stop there because I could go on with verses from the Bible all day long that coincide with the law of attraction. And that is how I came to allow myself to really implement this in my life because I, I felt like even in the time where I saw the Bible as an authority for me, and I, by the way, I still respect the Bible highly, and I still see it as an incredibly powerful, inspired work from God among various other inspired works from God throughout history that have given us great insight into our our understanding of who God is, all of that other stuff. But anyway, back in the day when this was the only thing that I would do, it, it, it's like, it seems like, well, even the Bible's telling me that I should be mindful of this law of attraction principle. Anyway, we'll stop there. Here are some key concepts and principles of the law of attraction, and you will hear some of these as you do deeper study, if you do deeper study. First, you will hear about something called the emotional guidance system. All I'm going to tell you for today is emotions act as a guidance system, indicating whether our thoughts align with our higher self or with our our connection with God. Positive emotions signal that we are moving in the right direction, while negative emotions highlight that there are areas that we need to shift our focus or our beliefs. Negative emotions are not bad things. They're a guidance system, kind of like a check engine light on a dashboard of a car that says something's not quite working according to manufacturer desired settings. All right. Emotional guidance system. Next one is clarity of desire. Clearly defining your desires is essential for successful manifestation. Be specific about your goals as this helps the universe or source or God align with your intentions intentions, and bring your desires to fruition. You can't get what you want if you don't know clearly exactly what it is that you want. Positive affirmations. Use positive affirmations to reinforce your beliefs and desires. These empowering statements framed in the present tense help program your subconscious mind to align with your goals and attract the experiences you seek. Note, I am statements are the most powerful. In fact, I will give you 10 powerful I am affirmation statements that you can use anytime you want. I am divinely guided. I am at peace with all that has happened, is happening, and will ever happen. I am elevating my vibration and manifesting my desires. I am growing in strength, 
wisdom, and self-confidence. I am the master of my thoughts and emotions. I am grateful for the blessings and lessons in my life. I am surrounded by love, joy, and abundance. I am the architect of my life. I build its foundation and choose its contents. I am open and receptive to new avenues of wealth. I am worthy of great success and prosperity. Now, by the way, these I am statements and affirmations will never work for you if you have conflicting beliefs that contradict those statements. But start saying those statements out loud and see how you feel. And if you have a negative emotion of any nature, your check engine light has come on to indicate that you have a underlying belief that is contradicting one of those statements. Fun stuff, my friends. Continuing with the key principles of the law of attraction, the next one is visualization. Practice visualization techniques to create vivid mental images of your desires, imagining the feelings, emotions, and experiences associated with achieving your goals helps bring them closer to reality. You really have to feel that you already have it, and there's more to be said about that. By the way, I'm gonna share with you some key bullet point instructions for visualization techniques. Get relaxed and focused. Sit or lie down comfortably, take a few deep breaths, clear your mind as much as possible. Imagine your desired outcome. Picture the goal, dream, or experience exactly like you want it. Make the image crisp and vivid in your mind. Engage all of your senses. How does it look? What does it sound like? How does it feel? What smells are present? Is there a taste in your mouth? Focus on the positive emotions. Feel what it would feel like to already have what you want. Feel the joy. Feel the excitement, the happiness, the gratitude or appreciation, whatever positive emotions are associated. Repeat frequently. Spend at least five to 10 minutes a day visualizing this thing. Repeat several times to strengthen this mental image. Give thanks. Express gratitude after this visualization for all that you have attracted, knowing that it is on its way. Release attachment. Let your visualization go once all of this is completed. Don't obsess over the results. Stop going into your mind and say, why isn't this here yet? Why isn't this here yet? Why isn't this here yet? Because whatever you focus on consistently will manifest in your life. And so if you're focused on it not being here yet, guess what? You are manifesting it not being here yet. This gets a little bit paradoxical in so many ways, but I promise you there's so much to be said for this. Anyway, trust the process. Have faith in your visualization. It is now attracting your desires on an energetic level. Take inspired action. Follow any of those intuitive nudges, those voices inside of your gut feeling that says, go do this. Hey, stop over here. Make this phone call. Do those little things, all right? You want to get into that inspired action mode. All right, and then be present and persistent. Allow time for your visualization to manifest while continuing the practice and also enjoy the journey along the way. Recognize that all the peace, love, joy, and abundance, all the positive emotions, those are not going to be a part of your life because of some manifestation in your life. 
All of those are truly the essence of your being, and it's out of the abundance of who you are that you can easily manifest. The next one is appreciation. Cultivate a sense of appreciation for the things that you already have in your life. Appreciation raises your vibrational frequency, aligning you with the most positive energy needed to manifest your desires. People ask me all the time, Cliff, how are you doing? And almost every single time I say, I have never been better. It gets better every minute of the day. And they're like, Cliff, are you sure? I mean, seriously, you say that a lot. Matter of fact, every time I've ever asked, you've always said that. You mean to tell me you don't have anything going wrong? I'm like, well, tell me what you mean by going wrong. And it's like, well, do you ever experience something that's undesired, unconvenient, or problems, if you will? And I'm like, okay, so let me let me ask you this. Yesterday, I had this happen, and this morning, I had this happen. Would you consider that to be a problem? And it's like, yeah, so okay, yes, I have those things happen in my life. So that last night, this happened, and this morning, this happened, and blah, 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 blah. But I'm still right here, right now, with you, and I've never been better than I am right now, And it gets better every single minute of my life. And they're like puzzled. How is that possible? I said, because there's an infinite number of things for me to be to appreciate. I mean, I could start with the fact that I woke up this morning. There was air to breathe. My body continued to have my heart pump blood through my through my physical being. My body breathed itself and kept oxygen inside of my bloodstream. Not only that, the earth is still precisely the right distance from the sun to keep us from either burning to death or freezing to death. And so many things. I could go on and on and on about all of the things that are going right in my life. Now, if I choose to, could I focus a lot more time, effort, and energy on the things that aren't going the way that I desire? I could. And therefore, I would not be able to answer that I've never been better. But no, I choose for my life to be awesome. I choose for my life to be better every moment of every day as I expand in my understanding of who I am and my connection with God and all that is. And the fact that I am being divinely guided and everything is out there working together for the good of all of us. One could argue all of the negative stuff. And I'm just telling you, you will feel whatever you focus on. So appreciation is the key concept I'm getting at here. You could choose where you focus. If you don't want to focus on appreciation, focus on whatever you want. But just watch what you attract into your life once you do it. The next concept is act as if. Embody the mindset and actions of someone who has already achieved your goals. By behaving as though you have already manifested your desires, you signal to the universe that you are ready to receive them. Now, you might say, Cliff, that sounds a lot like faking it till you make it. And there may be some level of that, but I can just tell you right now, faking it till I make it doesn't resonate with me. However, believing that I already have it, even though it's not physically in my reality, is a knowing that I can act and feel from. So I'm not faking it just because you can't see it yet. There's a story about Walt Disney and Disney World down in Orlando. If you don't know the story, Disney died before opening day. And I don't know, there's an apocryphal story that's been told many times. I've heard that a reporter asked Roy Disney, Walt's brother, or I heard the story also, the reporter asked Walt's wife. But anyway, a reporter is told to have said, 
are you upset that Walt didn't get to see this? And whether it was Roy or his wife, or if this is just a made-up story because it sounds really cool, the principle is the same. The answer to the reporter was, hey, Walt already saw this, and because he saw it, you now get to see it. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. God, as I come to you and ask for this, thanking you that you hear it and will give it to me, here's my request. That's how this is done. This verse encourages giving thanksgiving along with the prayer and petition. This act of thanking God ahead of time demonstrates trust, faith, and positive expectation that what was prayed for will come to pass. By the way, again, Mark eleven twenty four, 24, it says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And then release resistance. Let go of any limiting beliefs or negative thoughts that may be holding you back. Trust that the universe or God or source is working in your favor and will deliver your desires in due time. I'm going to skip the Bible verses that are already on here. I filled this presentation with too many Bible verses already. Final key concept that I want to share with you about the law of attraction patience and persistence. Understand that manifestation may not happen immediately. Be patient and stay persistent in your practice, knowing that the law of attraction works at its own pace and your desires will manifest when the time is right. I have even more things that I could say about that statement, but I'm just going to try to uh, keep this as brief as possible. I want to share with you how to overcome common challenges with the law of attraction. Number one, dealing with doubt and skepticism. Acknowledge and address any doubts or skepticism that you may have that arise by educating yourself about the law of attraction. You could seek support from like-minded individuals and reflecting on personal experiences of manifestation success. In fact, I would encourage you to go to Awakening cliffravenscraft.com and join the spiritual awakening and deconstruction journey community that I'm putting together. Again, that's over at awakening.cliffravenscraft.com. If you're listening to audio, it'll be in the show notes. Let's see here. Addressing setbacks or delays in manifestation. Understand that setbacks or delays may be a part of the process, providing opportunities for personal growth and or realignment. Stay positive and trust that your desires will manifest at the right time. The next one is balancing action with allowing. Find the balance between taking inspired action towards your goals and allowing the universe to work its magic. Recognize that you don't need to control every aspect of the process. Trust in the universe's or God's ability to bring your desires to fruition. Staying motivated and persistent. Maintain motivation and persistence by surrounding yourself with positive influences, celebrating your progress, and reminding yourself of your goals and the reasons behind them. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of the presentation that I've put together. Well, there you go. That concludes my presentation on the law of attraction. It is just an introduction, and I wanted to share this for those who have heard a lot about 
the law of attraction, but have never really gone and studied what does the law of attraction actually state? What are the core principles? And also, how do you, as a Christian, Cliff, of which, of course, there's questions in some people's minds whether or not I'm still there. I still consider myself to be a Christian. But uh, Cliff, how did you... How did you come to a place where you allowed yourself to buy into such a new age principle? And that's why I shared this presentation today. Now, I will tell you uh, that it is not my intention for you to overcome how you feel about new age philosophy and all of this other stuff that's outside of the things that you have been taught to believe and that you feel very certain are true. If you are served incredibly well by the beliefs that you have and the the community of believers that are in your life and, and it is working incredibly well to give you a life of love and peace and connection with God in your heart. And if all of a sudden these things that you're hearing from me are not resonating with you, I'm not encouraging you to follow them. It's just that these are very much resonance with me. In fact, they have been for many years. And it's only recently that I realized that it's very essential for what God has in store for me next, for me to stop filtering this, for me to stop worrying and being anxious about how other people who used to say all of those things that they would put me out of their fellowship and all this other, it was important for me to just move beyond that and begin sharing with you so much of what I have been using internally behind the scenes and kind of just being quiet about it. You know, obviously, I've shared recently in 2020, I began a process of what I call spiritual awakening. It's I didn't I don't just call it, other people call it spiritual awakening as well. But anyway, I began this significant shift and it's for the first time I allowed myself to experience, appreciate, understand and even incorporate aspects of other people's understanding and experiences of God beyond the Bible and being very much introduced to all sorts of other faith journeys, spiritual paths, other religious texts, ancient ancient traditions, and this has been calling to me in my own personal journey, and it has opened up an incredible world of just incredible peace, love, and acceptance, unconditional love for myself, which allows me to show up in a more powerful way than I've ever experienced before in my life. And that's the journey that I'm on. And for me, I'm like, I need the world to know who I am today so that I can put that energy out into the world And those who are resonating with who I am, the fullest expression of who I am, can hear that message and then be attracted to it, which is already happening. The last several episodes of the content that I've been producing is definitely pulling in from my community. People have been listening to me for 10, 15, 
even more more than 15 years they've been listening to this content and they're like cliff i've been listening to you all of these years i've never once emailed you before but i gotta tell you the stuff that you're putting out lately i you have no idea what i've been going through lately and this just spoke to me and oh my gosh, I th- I thought I was the only one who was listening to Abraham Hicks, or I thought I was the only one who, I can't believe you're talking about this. I'm so excited you're talking about this. And this is what, for me, I have be- felt so compelled for me to just break that fear barrier and become the fullest expression of who I am today in the world with no filters. So anyway... I wanted to share this law of attraction workshop information with you just so you can know what this thing is. Even if you want to disagree with it, at least you can disagree with all the stuff that I said. Of course, at the very beginning, I gave a disclaimer. I don't claim that any of that stuff that I just shared with you is accurate, that it is a complete representation of what the teaching is. It's only the notes that I have compiled on this topic over the last several years of my life. So you're getting Cliff's notes on the law of attraction. And it I'm no perfect example and 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 expert on this topic. Now, I do see myself as an incredibly powerful manifester, but Regardless of whether or not you believe in the law of attraction, I also see you as an expert in the law of attraction. In the same way that I also see you as an expert in the law of gravity. (laughs) Chances are you haven't walked outside of the front door of your house and floated off up into the air. But because it's a law of the universe, well, I guess I've been studying things and there's questions about whether or not Gravity is actually a law of the universe, but we're not even going to go into that today. The law of attraction. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Here's what I'd love to tell you. I'm certainly getting lots of feedback. I really enjoy, and I'm talking about I, Cliff Ravenscraft, my persona, my ego side of me, really enjoys when you tell me that this is speaking to you, that it's resonating with you. And I'd love for you to email me cliff at cliffravenscraft.com and put law of attraction in the subject line and tell me what you thought about this episode. I can assure you that I am going to get feedback from those who are concerned for me. They're going to tell me, you know, how I'm going down the wrong path and all the other stuff. I'm I'm able to completely handle that because of a mastering this skill of not taking anything personally, it's been very easy for me to navigate through that kind of feedback these days. But I can just tell you that my experience of life, if you're concerned in any way at all, is slightly enhanced when I get your incredibly positive feedback letting me know that this has been worth my time and effort and energy to collect these notes, to put together these notes in this format, and to express it and share it with you in this content. And if it's had a powerful or positive impact on you, for me to know that is a blessing. That's all I'm saying. Cliff at CliffRavensCraft.com. I would love to hear from you if you would like help in your life overcoming manifestation of negative experiences and roadblocks and obstacles and 
poor emotional states, if you would like to see yourself overcome your limiting beliefs, thought patterns, emotional states, and behaviors that are keeping you from creating that dream of yours, turning it into reality, email me about that as well, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. I would love to hear how can I be of support and or encouragement to you. And by the way, something you need to know about, I'm recording the ending of this in August 2023. That's when this is being published. And for the foreseeable future, I am going to be hosting an incredibly large number of live Ask Me Anything and free online coaching sessions. Absolutely free, very frequent. And if you would like to be notified every time I go live and I have the opportunity to be of service to you, to help you overcome any obstacle, if you're interested in being notified about that, put notify me in the email subject line. Email me, Cliff at cliffravenscraft.com and put notify me in the email subject line and just in in the email say, hey Cliff, I'd like to be notified every time you go live. And I will probably, I'll respond and say, great, I've added you to the list or I've made sure that you're on the part of my mailing list that's getting these notifications. Also, I'll ask you if there's a specific question that you'd like help with. And you don't have to answer yes. You could just say, no, I'd just like to be notified when you go live. And I'd say, great, I'll put you on the list. It's all good. I'd love to be of support. I'd love to be of encouragement to you. This is who I am in the world. I am super excited about the potential of connecting with you, especially those of you who you've never heard my name ever before this episode. And somehow the universe, God, source, all that is, attracted you magnetically to this episode and you are hearing my voice for the very first time. I'd love to hear. Put first time ever hearing you in the email subject line and email me cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. But my email address is in the show notes, by the way, just in case you need the spelling. But anyway, or especially, I definitely, I, you know my favorite people to hear from and if, if you're not this, it's not like you're any less favorite, but I just really love it. When somebody emails me, says, I, Cliff, I've been listening to you since 2011. Cliff, I've been listening to you since 2009. This is the first time I'm reaching out to you, and here's why. I love that. So however long you've been listening, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And you know, you're thinking, of some of you are thinking, Cliff is probably overwhelmed by the number of emails, and he doesn't want to hear from me. Let me just tell you. There are a very large number of people who think to themselves, I'm going to email Cliff today. And about three out of every 100 people who even have the thought, I'm going to email Cliff, actually follow through. So to say that I'm waiting for you to email me is an understatement. With that, thank you so much. And until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and surmise.